You're listening to Authentically Me, a podcast dedicated to activating the magic that is within us all through the power of authenticity, sharing, and transmuting with love. Here, you will find real-life experiences shared through the lens of everything is always serving. We are led through this journey by your host, Serena Rose. Serena is a ceremonialist who believes our life is just one big ceremony for our soul. Connect to your soul and enjoy the ceremony. Hello, Authentically Me Beauties. Thank you for joining me back again. If you are a return listener, I adore you. Thank you so much. And if you haven't already, please take a moment to rate my podcast on iTunes or Spotify, whatever way you are receiving it. It means a lot to me. I haven't received reviews for a while, so I would love to receive that from you if you have a moment to do so. Thank you for spending your precious moments with me here on the show, listening to my voice and to my insights, my heart, my vulnerabilities. I appreciate it and I appreciate you. Today, I am coming on to talk about using sex as a tool for self-discovery. How to use sex as a tool for self-discovery. Because it is possible. There is a lot to learn about oneself in this life. It is what we were sent here to do as souls we arrived in the body of our choosing to the family of our choosing to experience the experiences that our soul chose so that we could learn grow ascend and resolve past karmas past ancestral wounds whatever it may be for you and your journey and your soul's journey. And so we're brought to this earth and created through sex. Sex is a topic, a word, a energy source, an action that holds so much power, such a powerful thing. And we can tap into that power to rapidly heal our soul, our human, whatever healing may need to occur because everything is connected in this life and there are so many parallels and so many connections between all of the things. So one of my mentors said to me, Serena, how you show up in one relationship is how you show up in all relationships. And that opened a lot of cords of energy for me because I discovered that 
he was right. And it may not be the most agreeable sentence, but think about a relationship where you maybe don't show up in your best form. And how does that relationship and how you show up in that relationship, how does that, if at all, show up in other relationships? Even if it's just an energy thing. So we're here because it dawned on me in a masterclass about owning your desires that everything is fucking connected. There is a kink or a fantasy rather that I have. Um, I don't typically share it with people, but I guess I'm going to be sharing it today. (laughs) It's on my little notepad here to talk about. So um, let me prepare myself here. I, Serena Rose, desire to experience double penetration in this life. And to me, as it stands right now, this is a fantasy, a desire. It's not something that I have experienced in real time. And to be quite quite frank with you, um, anal play is not something I'm very versed in. I am very ill-experienced. I can count on one hand the number of times I've actually enjoyed um, anal sex. Uh, However, I am happy to report that I am intentionally grooming my butthole (laughs) to enjoy anal play more. And so perhaps in the future, I will be able to receive this fantasy, to receive double penetration. So perhaps you're listening to this and you're like, cool, Serena, so happy to hear this about you. Why the fuck are you sharing this with me? And that's what I'm here to address because on this masterclass about owning our desires, we were asked to communicate a desire or a fantasy that we have. And there was time and space for me to sit with that and to reflect upon that and while other people were answering the question and what came to me was I have been intentionally and actively nurturing my relationships, my friendships and my partnership. And I've been on this path for those who follow me, you know, you've heard me talk about it of inviting in more love, allowing myself to receive love because I wasn't allowing myself to fully receive love for a long time. And so though double penetration is a fantasy and a desire and a kink that I would like to experience maybe one day, (laughs) um, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. And I feel my butthole clenching up and I feel my body clenching up when I talk about it because I'm still healing the parts of me that 
desire to receive love. And so if I am receiving love in both holes, that is like full-blown love receiving. And if I'm being really honest, I'm not ready to receive that amount of love. Holy shit, what would I do with two people penetrating me with love? That's crazy. I can't even fathom it right now. But I love that this podcast exists because perhaps I can go back and listen to this and be like, oh, holy shit, I, I DP now. Um, goals. Anyway, it was an interesting reflection that I had. And then once that happened, that time and space, that marker happened, I was like, okay, well, where else can I reflect and understand and see that sex is a tool for self-discovery, for connecting the dots, for understanding deeper parts of ourselves? Because I know that that general idea rings true, but how has it shown up for me? And perhaps if I share about it and I talk about it, then it will open up time and space for you to reflect and to see where sex can be a tool for you, for your self-discovery. So that happened before the double penetration aha moment happened. um, I have read the book Existential Kink, and I will link the book in the show notes because I truly believe that everyone should read this book. It is about embracing the shadow work and healing through sex play and through kink play. So an example of this would be if you have a friend, let's say this used to be me. So if you have a friend that is perpetually late, literally always fucking late, and you're like, okay, well, we all know that this person isn't going to arrive until an hour after I told them to, okay? We have those friends, right? I'm not projecting this onto you, but it is something that is common that we can all relate to because what existential kink says about this particular person that is perpetually late is that they desire to control. They desire to dominate. They feel out of control in so many areas of their life that they're subconsciously playing out this reality where they are in control. Other people are subjecting themselves and are impacted by their desire to control their own reality. And by controlling other people's realities, by being late, by impacting other people's lives, then they are able to get that sense of control that they're lacking in other areas of their lives. So I knew about existential kink and the shadow work that was there. And I'm like, okay, there is a lot here. There is a lot of self-discovery that can happen through the power of sex. Holy shit. What else is there, Serena? Okay. So then I started thinking about control and how I have been embarking on this BDSM path for a while now, and I am a submissive. And so what that means is I release control to my dominant partner. And 
allow my partner to make decisions in the bedroom and I trust my partner and I know that pleasure is coming and we have set containers for our sex play. We have agreements for our sex play. So I know that I am safe and we get to have fun. And this is incredibly healing for me because I have been such an independent woman for my entire fucking life. I moved out when I was 17. I've owned multiple businesses and I have relied on me, myself, and I for a very long time. And I have also had periods recently in the past, you know, five years, three years, where I have not been as independent, but it is because I am taking the proper steps to align myself with my soul's journey. And so anyway, that's besides the point. Back to the BDSM submission. So I love being able to release control. I'm like, oh, yes, yes, daddy, take over. Give me the pleasure. I am here. And submission is interesting because as a submissive, I set the rules of what I want, what I don't want, what I'm comfortable with, what I'm not comfortable with. So in a way, I'm able to retain uh, that sense of safety and control and completely release it knowing that I am safe. And so that has been an incredibly healing experience for me to release control and to be the submissive. And there is a lot of reflection there. There's a lot of self-discovery there. And so that's something that has been in my field playing out. And then I started to look at trauma, sexual trauma, and how this shows up for me and what I feel when I'm in the bedroom. And there are times when I have a trauma response and I may not feel quite as safe, even though the container is set, the agreements are set. Um, trauma responses are very interesting because it doesn't take much. It can be a, a sound, a touch, a sensation, um, a smell, and then you can get right back in be, you can be brought back into a trauma and either have like flashbacks or emotional charges, or you may not even be consciously aware of what is happening, um, but you nonetheless are in a trauma response. And so started to really tune into these trauma responses because I created such a safe space for me to exist in my body and with my lover that it became more and more aware to me when trauma responses were arising, what traumas they may be associated to. And I got to take a look at what it is that I need in that space to navigate it. And so through sex, I have learned a lot about my trauma responses. And I wanted to share with you for anybody here that is listening that has also survived sexual trauma 
some mantras that have helped me. So I repeat them over and over and over again. And I've had a conversation with my partner so he knows that it's happening. And he at times can also reflect these mantras back to me if he wishes to be a part of it. So the first one is, I am safe. I am safe. I am safe. And during this mantra, I invite you to open your eyes and to look around, to look around at where you are, to notice your surroundings, to know that you're in your home, in your bed, in your shower, or at your friend's house, wherever you're getting it on, and to just see your surroundings and to see that you are safe. And the next one is, I am loved. I am loved. I am loved. I invite you to look at your partner while you are saying this. And you can be saying this in your head too. You don't necessarily need to vocalize it, but it does help. And if you're not engaging with a partner, Um, maybe this is a self-pleasure practice, which I'll get to in a moment, you can touch yourself and say, I am loved and send yourself love while you're touching yourself. And the third one is I am choosing and then insert X, Y, Z, whatever it is that you are choosing to engage in. So some for me might be, I am choosing to feel pleasure. I am choosing to share my body. I am safe. I am loved. I am choosing to share my body. And pleasure practices are something that have slowly but surely become one of my favorite fucking things to do in this life. Um, Because of the amount of trauma, not just sexual trauma, but emotional and mental um, and at times physical trauma that I experienced in my childhood, I physiologically programmed my body to not, to have a cap on the amount of time that I was comfortable feeling happy. And so as a child, the moments that I was genuinely happy, genuinely free, to feel joy and pleasure were very fleeting. I knew that it wasn't going to last very long. It was proven to me time and time again. And so I didn't allow myself to get comfortable in feeling pleasure and feeling joy because I knew that it was going to be ripped away from me. And that act of my joy and pleasure being taken from me was so painful to experience over and over and over again in a variety of fucking ways that I disassociated myself from feeling pleasure and joy and happiness. And I programmed my body to not feel comfortable in receiving pleasure and in experiencing happiness and joy. And so this has shown up in my day-to-day life mostly Um, There are a lot of times that I have in the past created chaos uh, subconsciously because I was uncomfortable being happy. And I, when I'm 
in the past when I would masturbate, I would, as soon as I came, I would like throw the vibrator away. I'm like, okay, I'm done. Like it's gone. Rip, I would rip it away from myself <laughs> because I didn't know how to fully receive it. It like wasn't allowed. And so I thought maybe it was related to shame, you know, growing up in a Catholic family, um, you know, I'm not, it's taboo to masturbate, to talk about sex, whatever. But I am realizing now that I've been doing this work that it is because I haven't been comfortable in receiving pleasure. And so there are some self-pleasure practices that I would love to share with you if you feel called to this and would like to discover more about yourself through the practice of self-pleasure. Um, grab your favorite toy, or if you're a man, your favorite lube, and think about what you desire and what would bring you happiness in your day-to-day -day life. And I want you to think about a couple of things that you really want to manifest in your day-to-day -day life and allow them, visualize them, allow these couple of things to run through your mind as you're building tension, as you're building, you know, your blood is starting to flow, your heart rate is increasing, and you're running through these things that you desire like flashes in your mind. And then allow yourself to just be open, completely open, and allow whatever you desire the most to come to the forefront of your mind space while you climax. And so it's a great way for you to discover like, oh shit, this is what I actually fucking want. Got it. And just so you know, that is a little bit of sex magic and you are manifesting that into your reality. So yummy. Another self-pleasure practice is repeating the mantras while you are self-pleasuring. So these are not just things that you can do in the bedroom uh, when a partner may or may not be tripping a trauma response, but you get to be comfortable with your body and with these mantras and with the experience of receiving pleasure prior to engaging with another human, you get to experience this because you deserve it. And so I love, this is my favorite self-pleasure practice right now, just because it's so incredibly healing for me. Um, so repeat the mantras as you self-pleasure. I am safe. I am loved. I am choosing to feel pleasure. And then allow yourself to fully feel the pleasure of masturbation and orgasm. And then intentionally do not rip the vibrator away like old Serena would do, but or dildo or whatever it is that you're using or your fingers, but just slowly start to... Um, bring it back down. So like lower the vibration or slow your movements and allow yourself to fully receive this pleasure to really anchor it in. So you reach the top of the mountain and now you're coming back down, back into your body, really anchor that in. 
And another self-pleasure practice is to put pleasure first. I invite you to look at your day and say, how can I put pleasure first? Whether it is a self-pleasure practice, whether it is dancing, whether it is um, going for a walk, uh, whatever it is that brings you pleasure in your day, you get to feel pleasure first because if you're not enjoying living, what the fuck are you doing? Seriously. Um, so another element of sex for self-discovery that feels important for me to add is my experience of role-playing. So there's a lot of different relationships and relationship dynamics and kinks and there's just it's such a vast realm sex is such a vast realm to explore and to understand and so one of these relationship dynamics that I love is called brat and brat tamer and in that relationship dynamic I am the brat and my partner is the brat tamer and so being a brat means that as my submissive self, I don't necessarily always follow his discipline. So BDSMD stands for dominant and discipline. And so I don't always follow the discipline or I will talk back or just kind of like poke the bear a little bit, get a little snooty, you know, um, and be a brat. And he gets to tame me and it gets to be fun and sexy and exciting and the reason that I like this so using sex as a tool for self-discovery I got to sit with why do I like this so much why is this like my favorite role to play and the reason is because of my my traumas. I spent 17 years of my life not using my voice to stick up for myself or to quote unquote talk back. And so this is a way for me to release that energy and emotion in a fun, playful, um, healthy way. So I get to quote unquote talk back and like give my dominant attitude and I fucking like it and it's healing and uh, just so rejuvenating for my soul and for my inner child. And there's so much, like I said, to cover in the world of sex and sex play and BDSM and kink and all the things that I've mentioned. I don't even know how many times in this episode, but know that you are not alone. I'm linking the book Existential Kink. I am putting together these self-pleasure practices uh, for those who subscribe. So if you have not subscribed to me, please go to the show notes and hit subscribe and you will receive some yummy self-pleasure practice tools and you can continue to educate yourself about sex and relationships. And I am a sex and relationships coach. Lucky you. <laughs> Lucky me. And I have learned that relationships are arguably one of the most valuable and important parts of this life because when you're on your deathbed, it doesn't matter what you have or how much money you had. It matters 
who you connected with. What impact did you have in other people's lives? What impact did you have as being yourself? And so I'm here to support you. I'm here to love on you. I'm here to share authentically what my journey has been like here on Authentically Me Radio. And I love being vulnerable and sharing myself with you. Thank you for listening. And if you would like some more support in your sex life and your relationship, please visit my show notes and apply to work with me today. I'm here for you. I support you. I love you. Aho. Thank you for being here. It is an honor to share with each and every one of you authentically. Tune in and visit the website authenticallymeradio.com. You are exactly where you are supposed to be, doing exactly what you are supposed to be doing. And you are loved.